If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. In school districts across California, masks will now be optional indoors for the first time in months. Two weeks ago, state health officials said masks would no longer be mandatory in schools and child care facilities. And as of Friday night, those mandates were formally lifted. State officials are still strongly recommending the use of masks. However, Santa Rosa City Schools have not yet dropped their mask mandates. So these are part of the safety policies, including hand washing, social distancing and requiring proof of COVID-19 vaccination. So all those things remain in place to help prevent the spread of the virus. I have a story that's odd yet kind of funny. Billionaire SpaceX and Tesla founder Elon Musk wants to physically fight President Vladimir Putin to a fight over the fate of Ukraine. Musk issued a single combat challenge to Putin in a tweet on Monday, adding, stakes are Ukraine. The billionaire then posted a follow-up tweet to Putin's official Twitter account asking, do you agree to this fight? Uh, So Musk has been battling Putin by a way of communications with the Ukraine. He sent Starlink satellite systems to Ukraine, providing internet access to the invaded country. And of course, Putin hasn't responded, but Putin does have a black belt, so... Elon Musk, you better look out if you're going to (laughs) be saying stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Just what a world we live in. All right. Well, Dolly Parton surprised more than a few folks yesterday. She respectively bowed out of her recent nomination for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So she posted this message on Twitter. She said, even though I'm extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I have earned that right. She said this has inspired her to put out a rock and roll album at some point in the future, which I would love to see. And she says only then she'll accept a nomination. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. I've been having some strange things happen to me while I'm sleeping, so I snore. I'll admit that. (laughs) It happens. But I'm concerned about sleeping right now because I've been doing this strange thing where I'll jump out of bed bed, and I I just won't be breathing. I'll wake up like... (gasps) And so apparently during the middle of the night, I will just stop breathing. That's so weird. I've told you that I've done that before. Yeah. And Cole has woken me up and been like, wake up. Yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, I think you stopped breathing. It's, I'm like, oh no. I'm like, I'm fine. It's it's a scary situation. And I've been doing it for the past couple of weeks. Sure. So I'm really concerned about that because there's no way that is good for my heart or it's good for my health. So I'm considering getting a sleep study done. Amber, do you know anyone that's had a sleep study done before? Um, Yeah, so sleep apnea actually runs in my family. My cousin Chris had a sleep study done, um, and it led to him actually having to get uh, nasal surgery. Wow. Um, I I can't exactly, a septoplasty or something like that, it's what it's called, or a rhinoplasty or something like that. It's one of those. I'm I'm assuming that I'll probably just have to get a CPAP machine or something like that. And just thank God I'm in a long-term loving relationship because dating with a CPAP machine, I could imagine, is a little bit awkward. I've looked it up and like I found one that's like leather printed, like the mask is leather printed. And I told Cole I was going to get one of those. (laughs) You should get like a bedazzled one or something like that. You can get them. Oh, yeah. 
not joking. So you know, get a get a get a cool one. Yeah, why not? You, get one you with flame, well, right? flames on it. Oh, now that is go epic. for it. I uh, mean, if you gotta get one, <laughs> go all out. And so, because I don't know anyone that's had a sleep study or anything like that done, uh, thankfully our Froggy fam on Facebook is helping out. And here's the advice that you gave me. Tammy from Santa Rosa says, make sure insurance covers it, then be prepared to not sleep much. Yeah, they might not have the flame ones on the insurance plan. I might have to go out and buy that one. Pocket money. Uh, so Sherry from Santa Rosa said, Kaiser did mine. I took home a wrist bracelet that monitored my sleep pattern. Then I was given a CPAP machine. I love it. I now actually sleep. I think the biggest concern is, are we waking up our partners and things like that? Oh, I'm definitely waking up my <laughs> partner. She is sick and tired of it because she's like, is he asleep? What's happening? Is he breathing? Oh, God. And then she's not sleeping because of it. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Yesterday, I was driving home on 101 North in Santa Rosa, and I saw, I cannot believe it, a 1999 Infiniti G20, which to me, you don't see a lot of those. It's the car I drove in high school. Cool. My dad was like fascinated with this car for some reason, and he bought it for me, and it was a great car. I, I love that thing. And it was the car my friends and I took everywhere. It was the joyride car. My <laughs> my best friend Heather and I went on so many joyrides to like Atlanta, and we got in so much trouble for doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it just really made me feel so nostalgic and made me think of all those joyrides from back in the day. Totally. Tanner, did you have a car in high school that was like the joyride car? I absolutely no? did. I had a 2003 Dodge Neon oh, nice. called Blue Thunder. It was a stick shift, and my mom told me, Tanner, you cannot go into Seattle in this car. Because Seattle, like San Francisco, has a bunch of hills and oh, stuff like yeah. that. What did I do a week after I got my license? Went to Seattle. Why not? <laughs> I was like, and I took a picture and put it on my Facebook page because my mom didn't have Facebook. Apparently, I was friends with my mom's friend, and yeah. she let my mom know. And she was mad. I don't know what our parents expect when they give us the keys to a car. <laughs> like, like, we're not going to go anywhere. I, I think they expect <laughs> mayhem, but they hope we don't have mayhem my dad eventually set a rule he was like you can't drive after eight and i was like it's the worst this is the worst (laughs) all right we got tara from santa rose on the phone uh tara you were telling us that you do have a joyride story in high school i was a freshman and you know like just starting driver's ed and everything and i had a friend who was a senior and it had her license for maybe like a couple of months or something and we went like on a joyride basically and she decided to all of a sudden just scream hands off you do it and then she like took her hands off the wheel and made me steer i was like sitting in the passenger seat next to her trying to steer this car as a little baby freshman and we ended up popping a tire because i accidentally steered us over a curb and then we ended up having to like sit around and wait for her family to come and get us Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Can I offer you a tattoo? A tattoo? God, that tattoo. Tattoos? Would you ever get somebody's name tattooed on your body? So Pete Davidson has gotten Kim Kardashian's name tattooed on his chest. Ridiculous. Right. I mean, they've been dating for what, five months maybe? 
don't know. He loves her, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I love that, that, you know, people have found each other. And Pete has a bunch of tattoos, but I think five months is way too soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say wait it out. A lot yeah. of people regret getting, like, the number one thing I hear about tattoos is don't get a name. Don't I, do names. I do know that Luke Bryan has his name, his wife's name, Caroline, tattooed on his body. I'm not going to say where, but it is in a... <laughs> In a certain place. Uh, Amber, do you know anybody that has had a significant other's name tattooed on their body or someone they know? No. I mean, the even words, okay? Like, don't get words tattooed. My friend has, like, a Shakespeare quote on her back, and she wants it removed. Oh, so yeah. It's not anybody's name, but see, that's just, like, goes to show you don't get words, maybe. I would never get words because they. I've seen so many horror stories of them getting misspelled. Oh, and yeah. Stuff like like that. regerts. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, but my dad does have a tattoo still of my mom's name on his ring finger, even though they're divorced. And the funny thing about it is, is when they got their divorce, he decided to get a void stamp tattoo over that, it's like hilarious. divorce papers. But it got infected. Ew. And his finger looks gross for the rest of his life because of it. We're not discouraging anyone from getting a tattoo right now. We're just discouraging you from getting a name tattoo. Absolutely. <laughs> Tattoos are cool, but be cautious about it before, you know, you put your skin uh, behind some ink. Uh, so, Mary from Healdsburg, when did you regret a tattoo from an ex? Oh, I would say about a year after I had it done, we broke up and, well... Thank goodness we broke up. It was like a really bad relationship, but I'm stuck with his name. So instead of spending the money to have it removed, I decided to remove it myself. What? I took a hot curling iron to it, and when it scabbed up, I kept picking the scabs off, which then gets under the ink, and okay. no more names. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So people on TikTok are talking about parenting rules they have that not everyone would agree with. And this is if parenting tips out there are things that everyone agrees on. That just doesn't happen. Everyone has different parenting tips. And nobody agrees on it. So one woman responded with a few parenting tips. But I think this one was the most interesting idea, especially to me. She says at age 16, her kids are required to get a job and they have to start paying rent. Now, she didn't specify what she charges, but she said that she saves the rent money. And whenever they decide they want to move out, she gives them all the money back. So they have a quote unquote nice nest egg to start out with. Now, there's a debate about this online, so naturally. But I think you could feel two needs with one deed. You're teaching kids to be responsible with money when they have a safety net and they're financing their own four-way out on their own. So, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I had a job when I was 16. I spent all my money. I, I personally don't think any kid is that responsible at 16. So I think this is personally like a. I personally think this is a great idea. But then again, I'm not a parent, and I know that every family dynamic is different. Some people pay their kids for chores. Some don't. Some are just expected to do chores. Some families have their kids start jobs as soon as possible. Others only during the summer or not at all. And I think this, you know, if this works for her and her family dynamic, 
Then I say kudos to her for finding a way to help her kids save and teach them financial responsibility. Uh, But what do you think? Do you think it's wrong for this mom to charge her kids rent at all? Or do you like the idea of her giving it all back at the end? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOT. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. It has been 20 years since Fritos has aired a commercial for TV, and they are doing it with the help of Thomas Rhett. Man, it feels good to be country Thomas is the new spokesperson for Fritos, and the commercials are really cool. They're not your typical commercials. They show how much Fritos has been a part of American life over the past 90 years, and it's really cool that, you know, Thomas Rhett's going to be representing that. Is he going to sing a little jingle called, man, it feels good to be a corn chip again, or something like that? Man, it feels good to be a corn chip again. I like that. Yeah. I, I like that. I'm, maybe, I'm an artiste. Maybe we should send that over to Thomas. Yeah, as long as I get royalties for this Fritos commercial, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we'll contact Thomas's people. I don't know how, but we'll figure. Probably send a message on Instagram. You know, I feel Thomas. I, I you know, that's a brand I like as well. Chili cheese, chili cheese Fritos. I ate some yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Big fan. If you were going to represent one brand, and you were going to be like the face of that brand, what brand would you pick, Amber? Ooh, this is a tough one, and I had to really think about it. Like one that I truly support and endorse with my whole heart. And it's got to be BarkBox. Do you know what Bark Bark BarkBox is? That's a subscription it. box for dogs, right? So we do it for Remy, and we only do the one twice a year. But what's really cool about BarkBox is they have like thousands of rescues and shelter partners that benefit from each yeah. subscription. Um, and BarkBox donates money to that rescue or shelter of your choice. That's cool. Um, and it's really cool. So I would be on a commercial with my dog, and uh, we would support all the other doggies that need homes out there. That's cool. <laughs> I if, think I could do it. If I was going to do it, like to be the face of a commercial for a company forever, I think it would have to be Taco Bell. Amber, you know how much I love Taco Bell. You listening in the car and on the app. If you listen to the show, you know I love Taco Bell. I know their menu inside and out. I would do something like Tanner's Pick of the Week or something like that. And it would create a new menu item every week. And I think my first thing that I do is make nacho fries be a 365 day of the year event. This is, you just said just commercial. Oh, well, yeah, they now, would now be commercials. You're like, now you're getting into like some real marketing stuff here. <laughs> well, it would start with the commercials. You've got big plants, man. And, and I'd be like, hey, guess what? Nacho fries are back all the time. <laughs> okay, that, that would be a good announcement. <laughs> yeah. Catching the Catching the With these guys. It's just Snake Bite Morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's my New Year's resolution for 2022 was to try to read more and I downloaded this app called Goodreads. Um, It's connected to Amazon and Audible and things like that. So if you listen to an audiobook or you read an an Amazon book, purchase one or through your Kindle, it like checks it off on a list. Nice. That's really cool. You can add friends and things like that. And one thing I did notice was that my friend Heather has already read 17 books this year. 17. It's, it's March 15th. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's That's incredibly it. impressive. 
I mean, yeah. that is multiple books a week. So that's getting after it, right? Yeah. She doesn't do anything else. She just reads. That's her. <laughs> that's what she does in her free time, which I've always respected her for. Um, I've only read two books this year. What books have you read? I, it, part of the Witcher series. Oh, okay. So, you know, it was something I was trying to continue uh, from 2021, and I, it just puts me to shame. I was like, I thought I was doing good reading two books. You've read 17? Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe I'm just not focused enough. So, um, Tanner, do you have any book recommendations for me? Something I could really get into and focus on? I totally do. And this is a little bit of a shorter book. There's a lot of really cool graphics. So you go through it really quick. It's called The Happiness Hack. How to take charge of your brain and program more happiness into your life. It's by, uh, I'm looking at the name right now, Ellen Lenz. And I read it, and I read it in like two days. It's so fascinating. It talks about how your brain creates happiness, and if you're not happy in your life, how you can alter some of your day-to-day life to create, you know, serotonin and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a self-help book in a way. Yeah, it's a self-help book, but it's the science behind it. Like the psychology. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, have you read any good books lately? And this is what you said. Molly from Windsor said, if you love a good murder mystery, you should read The Club by Ellery Lloyd. It's on Reese Witherspoon's book list, and I've been meaning to read this one. Scott from Santa Rosa said, I just read The Wilderness Idiot by Ted Alvarez. A great read, short, funny stories, and feels like you're going on adventures. Have you heard of that one? I've never heard of that, but I want to read that. (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah, so um, Andrea from Novato says, read Pieces of Her by Karen Slaughter. They just made a show about it on Netflix. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Vanessa. Vanessa owns a Roomba and Barry Martindale's going to try to get rid of it. Hello? Hi, is this Vanessa? Yeah, this is Vanessa. It's Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling you about your apartment in Bennett Valley. I'm not looking to move or anything. Uh, It has nothing to do with that. I am representing your downstairs neighbor at your apartment, and I have received multiple reports from this client that you are running uh, a Roomba, some sort of robotic vacuum in your home. Yes, I am. A lot of people have them. (laughs) Well, my client says that the noise is way too loud. Um, Really, it seems like your Roomba is quite violent and it keeps running into stuff and it runs on average of 55 decibels every time you run it. Um, I don't understand. I mean, it's not that loud. I don't know what 55 decibels sounds like, but it's not really that loud. It seems like this is getting out of hand and your, you know, your selfishness is really causing an issue for my client. And the fact that you run it past 8 p.m. at night, you don't care about anybody. Yeah, I might run it after 8 p.m., but I don't run it after like 9.30 or 10. I, I really don't get, like, what? why don't they just like leave a note on my door, come knock and say hello, and we can like talk about the timing or something? Well, we're going to have to ask you to get rid of your Roomba as soon as possible. What? We're going to have to ask you to get rid of it. You're going to have to pay a $300 fine. And if you run a Roomba again, we find out that you still have it. We're going to charge you $50 per infraction. This doesn't make any sense. What kind of authority do you have to slap a fine on me? Or like, what, you're going to steal my Roomba? What, what are you saying? Well, I'm saying that there could be the possibility that I talk to the manager of your apartment complex and I find your Roomba and I put a hammer to it. This is like 
creepy, and I'm starting to think that, like, what, I live above a flock of Karens? What is going on? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. The country music community has welcomed pop star L. King into our world with open arms. L. King collaborated with Miranda Lambert on Drunken I Don't Want to Go Home, and she talked about how she never wants to go back to pop. I just don't ever want to go back to pop or rock. And I think that country is way more rock and roll than the rock and roll world. Anyways, I've had such a warm welcome. I love that. She believes that country is more rock and roll than rock and roll. (laughs) Okay. Love that. So because of this, let's play a game right now. It's called Yes or BS. Have these pop stars collaborated with country artists? Amber, I'm going to say the name of a pop star, and you got to guess. Yes, they have collaborated with a country artist, or BS, they have not. Got it. I got five for you today. Okay. Yes or BS, Bruno Mars. Yes. That is correct. Absolutely. He collaborated with Chris Stapleton on a song called Blow. Pull my trigger, let me blow your mind. Pull my trigger, let me blow your mind. What a strange world. It's a How good cool song. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Ed Sheeran's also on the song as well if you want to go check it out. I used to listen to it when I run. Really? When I would run, yeah. It's so good. It's <laughs> a good one. That's perfect. Uh, yes or BS, has this pop artist collaborated with a country star, The Weeknd? I'm going to say BS. That is correct. Don't see him doing that anytime soon. It'd be cool if he did. <laughs> with like Thomas Rhett or something like that, or Sam Hunt. I could see that. What about Drake? Yes or BS? Hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb with this one and say yes. Ooh, Amber, that is incorrect. Drake has not collaborated with a country artist. He's dumb. (laughs) He should. What about Adele? Yes. That is correct. She collaborated with Chris Stapleton once again. Uh, They did a really cool uh, duet of her song Easy On Me on her album 30. All right, here's your last one. Justin Bieber. Mm, yes. Yep, absolutely. Collaborate with Dan and Shay on this song, 10,000 Hours. What's really cool about this is Dan and Shay performed this song at Justin Bieber's wedding. Aw, perfect. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. It's my fiance's birthday on Saturday, and I've been asking advice on what, what I should do for this man for his birthday. Uh, so someone called in a couple of weeks ago and suggested that I l- kind of let Cole have a date himself and then have dinner together later. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm taking that advice. So Saturday morning, I'm going to book him a massage. Nice. And then later that evening, we're going to go to dinner, but I'm not really sure what to do in between. I've been racking my brain about it. I'm like, there's a huge gap. What mm. do I mean? Do we just sit at the house and stare at each other? Yeah, because I'm trying to think, what would you want to do after a massage? Yeah, exactly. It's and hard. If, if I wanted to do anything, I would just propose a nice, relaxing outdoor lunch, possibly, at okay. a place that he's never been to. 
That's what I would recommend, because I've only had one massage, but for some reason after my massage, I was incredibly hungry. Yeah, and you want to hydrate after a massage. Yeah. Because uh, my friend was like, why don't you guys go on a hike? Because that's what we usually do, but it's like, I don't know if you want to do that. I would not want to <laughs> go on a hike on A, my birthday, right. or two after I go get a massage. I mean, some people do enjoy it, and you know, but I just don't know how he's going to feel. Uh, luckily, we're getting some really great messages right now on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. People are suggesting what I should do for Cole for his birthday. Like Paul from Petaluma said, take him to, and I want to apologize if I pronounce this incorrectly, Hagman Ranch in Bodega for some trout fishing. Debbie from Rota Park says, go wine tasting, duh. And Corey from Healdsburg, <laughs> duh, don't you know you're supposed to go wine tasting? Uh, Corey from Healdsburg says, what about a trick, uh, trip to Lake Sonoma? They have largemouth and smallmouth bass, and you can rent a boat. Oh, a boat? Yeah. There's an idea. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. I am on a mission to become a world-class chef. When I moved to Sonoma County, the fanciest meals I can make were like eggs and cereal. And I, I'm on a mission to learn how to cook. Now, most of the time I burn my food, something horrible happens, something- Set off the smoke alarm, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. You got to figure it out. You got to, you know, just put yourself in that kitchen. And so I was thinking about inflation the other day and how expensive everything is getting. So I wanted to create something that maybe you can do at home. You can carry to work or school or whatever. A meal under $10. Okay, easy to do. And so I created Tanner's Cheapy Burrito. And it's perfect for meal prepping, to freeze it later. So here's what you do. You make rice, beans, and scrambled eggs. Then you mix them all together in a pan and just throw some taco seasoning on it, wrap it in a tortilla, put it in a Ziploc bag, and toss those bad boys in the freezer. Okay, how much does that cost? This costs $6.93 to make. Wow. Yeah. And You're I was still... On those scrambled eggs, though. I know. I got to get away from... You got to get off of those. You know, originally, I was like, maybe some grilled steak would be really good with this, but that didn't go. That was over $10 for sure. So if you want to fancy it up, I would recommend some, you know, some grilled steak. I would recommend maybe some, like, chicken and stuff like that. Just some ideas to float around. But this was the first thing I've done on Tanner's Guide to Becoming a World-Class Chef that I did not ruin somehow. Wow. (laughs) I'm really happy about it. And because the prices of everything is so expensive, I wanted to see what our Froggy fam thought about $10 $10 recipes, and they're sharing it on the Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page right now. Yolanda from Rohner Park says nachos with cheese and chili beans, onions, and cilantro. Tammy from Santa Rosa said, I can make a really big pot of chili for $10 for a couple meals. I'm definitely going to have to agree with Tammy, and if she had not said that, I would have said that. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so cheap to make, and it's so much of it, and it right. works out. Uh, Derek from Forestville said... <laughs> Derek from Forestville said bottled water. (laughs) Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Do you ever catch yourself doing this just to avoid a real conversation? Well, someone asked me at work yesterday if I was okay. Like, they were genuinely asking me. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And... Apparently, I was not convincing. They're like, seriously, no, like, how are you? Yeah. And it's really nice when someone wants to know that. But I'm also not the only one that responds this way. Um, a new full pound, a new 
poll found when someone asked how you've been, our go-to answer is, I'm fine, even when things have been absolutely terrible. Yeah, I totally get that. I am someone that will always say I'm fine, and I think a big reason of that is because I just feel so awkward being like, today's a bad day, especially if it's someone that I don't know super well. So, yeah, it's mainly just easier... To, ex- to just say that than explaining while well, you're not fine. And I think a huge reason why I do it is because I think about the other person. If I launch into like everything that's going on in my brain right then, I'm not sure that person would be equipped enough to handle that. Yeah. And what I'm throwing at you, even though they're asking and they generally, ca- you know, care. Yeah. I just think people are just wired to go into autopilot and say that I'm fine. Yeah, and I think, too, that people are in autopilot to ask people how they're doing. I think it's just like a weird crutch in our society to ask people how they're doing, even though you're never going to actually get down to any emotions or details about that person's life. Well, what's interesting also about this survey is two-thirds of people said they wouldn't even answer honestly if their closest friend asked. Yeah. You know... It's funny that you bring that up because my best friend Alden was in town and he was like, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. Everything's great. And goes, how are you really doing? I was like, I'm great. <laughs> Meanwhile, at that moment in time, everything was not great, but it's just easier to do it to just say you're fine than have to get into sure, all those yeah. details. And, you know, a lot of people said it makes them feel awkward or, you know, they don't want to reach out for help, which I guess this is a great reminder to open up and ask for help if you need it. Morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9.